Hey everybody, this is Jose and you're listening to the Jiu-Jitsu Experience Podcast, the show that chronicles the ups and downs, ins and outs of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for the people who love Jiu-Jitsu. Thanks for listening, guys. Alright, and we're back for another episode. I'm Jose and I got Brandon here. Glad to be back. Yeah, we don't got a table this time, so we got to hold the mics. Um, we want to talk about a bunch of stuff. I want to start with, and I was talking about earlier, is uh, Bradley Martin. <clears throat> if you're into, I don't know, fighting, bodybuilders, I guess, podcasts, he had Nate Diaz on uh, some time ago, and he told him, if me and you got to fight, like, would you win? And Nate's like, yeah, like, without a doubt, you right. know, without a doubt. And he had Devin Haney, who's a, is a boxer. And he fights, I think, at 155, if I'm not mistaken, or, or smaller. And what Bradley Martin's saying is because he's 6'3", 260, that if there was a street fight or a fight, that he would just sit on him, right? Right. And Devin Haney was like, if we were fighting in a street fight, I would literally kill you because I wouldn't be held back. There's no rules, right? Yeah. And And what he was saying is, I could take a punch, you can't. Yeah. Which is true. Like, you know, professional boxer, you know. And he's still on the thing of like, I'm 260, man. He goes, yeah, but I could punch at your weight and you can't punch even at my weight, yeah. you know. And and then he was telling Nate Diaz the same thing. Oh, we got in a street fight. I'll beat you and all that. And Nate Diaz is like, no. like, uh, it, it, Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, you know, a, a murder. And then he's like, if I was to fight uh, Mighty Mouse, I would, I would beat him. And he goes, well, if you sat on him, like, maybe. And what I was thinking was, you know, you don't, when you're at a, in a school, like, you go with anybody, any weight, any size, you know. So even a big guy will end up going with somebody that's real small so you could deal with, you know, how small they are, how squirrely they are and stuff. So that was, like, my thing with Bradley. Like, I don't know if it's fake just to get publicity because it's working, yeah. you know, because everybody's talking about it. But it's like, I, I get that. I get that a lot, especially with new people. Um, like we'll get some guys that are, you know, six one, six two, whatever big guys, you know, two twenty to the two fifty or even bigger, 300 pounds, you know, they could pick me up and throw me. But then once like you stop their, their strength and you're, and now they have to rely on, on their mind. Like they either quit and we talked this before, they either quit or they come back humbled. But if they went in with a huge ego, like they quit, you know, and, I think Bradley Martin, he's he's done jujitsu. Like, there's a video of him getting just like just tossed around, and the guys tripping him and stuff. And I, I don't remember the guy's name, and I should have heard the podcast. But he's around his size too, six three, you know, probably two twenty, two thirty, and he's getting moved around like like it's nothing, right? You know, because of jujitsu, you know. And you know, with me, like I've never had that ego of oh, it's because I'm big and strong, and I'm going to be able to do this. Like I've never had that ego, you know. Right. So, um, I don't know, like you've come up, you, you've done it longer than me. And then, and then with your last job, you know, like how many people have you seen where they see, oh, this guy's average size, I'm six, five, you know, three ten. he's not going to kick me out of his bar or whatever, you know, or oh, he's yeah. not going to be able to arrest me today. Yeah, definitely all the time. And I'm, you know, I'm not a smaller guy, so I didn't run into it too much, but like for whatever reason, height and weight people think is just like mm -hmm. beats everything. Yeah. And it certainly matters, but it doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, it, it doesn't offset someone that knows what they're doing or someone that doesn't. Yeah. 
And not not um, not by a long shot. Yeah. I, I dealt with that a lot just because I'm kind of short. Yes. I'm barely five nine. Yeah. And so it's almost you know north of six foot and they're kind of bigger. They would definitely have yeah. that attitude like oh I have the clear advantage. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know knowing that you can definitely use it to your advantage because they're gonna be careless. Yeah. And then like I want to cut you off, but like. I guess if you know anything about like wrestling and center of gravities, you know that the shorter guy is probably going to take you down a lot easier than the taller guy. Right. I could probably sprawl maybe to defend a shot by you, but I'm probably never going to get a shot on you first. You'll see it coming way, you know, it'll be yeah. highly telegraphed. So. Well, uh, your, your level change is like a football. Yeah. Like you have a and that, yeah, and that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it, yeah. when I level change, you automatically know I'm doing something. A sweep, reaching for an ankle, I don't know, sitting back or a shot. Like, right. you know, that that is that is that ego. Or that's just the, the ignorance of, of, of anything, of any type of fighting. It's like, I'm bigger than you and stronger. Well, then, like, when what Pacquiao would do is he would literally, like, get under you when he's fighting you. And then he just hit you and hit you and hit you and hit you, and then right. you'd quit or they'd stop the fight. And people said it like he doesn't hit hard; it's just he hits you thirty times per second, you know. And and then you he's gonna die and hit you in the same spot. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that's just that skill gap. But to the strength thing, like yeah, being strong certainly helps if you know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But deadlifting never want to fight. Like, yeah. You still have to punch, stand up a person, right. or put yeah. them in some sort of grappling hold or a submission, or yeah. you have to do something. Damaging to win. Mm-hmm. Just being able to deadlift 600 pounds is in the win. Yeah. And a good a good thing along with that was the influencers and all. Uh, Gordon Ryan did a video a while back. He's not small either. He's mm-hmm. probably 220, but he did one with Half Thor Bjornsson, mm-hmm. one of the world trials men, and he's like 400 pounds. Yeah. And he demonstrated how he could still sleep in, he could still yeah. manipulate his body weight. Was it easy? No. But yeah. he could do it. And yeah. That's important. Yeah, I saw that video. Um, he made it look easy, and then I actually used some of his stuff. Like I did his, uh, like his half guard sweep, where he did. Um, he had he was on top, or his half door was on top, but he had him in a half guard. Right. And then once he got the underhook, and they just uh, uh, punched from other. I still use that one, um, just because he's good, you right. know. But. And then I think Connor and him were doing something. Were they hit, were they fighting or punching? I don't know. Connor and McGregor and Half Thor. They were doing something. I think they were doing like slap, not a slap like fight, but like I would say like a combat grappling. Okay. But like friendly one. Right. And Half Thor even noticed it too. Is like yeah, you're always like wherever I'm trying to go, you're not there, and you're in the spot I'm not trying to be in, and. So, um, yeah, it's a, I don't know, I'm like disappointed in Bradley, but I really think it's what people are saying, that he's just doing it for publicity. Probably, probably trying to get those views. It's working. I mean, a lot of people are talking about it, but I mean, then it also brings people to the gym because now his friends that are, and I mean, if you saw the guy, he's juiced up, you know, Yeah. not in a bad way, um. You know, he's six three, constantly two fifty to two sixty, right? You know, and a bodybuilder, like, and um, like his friends that are all juiced up are gonna try to do the same thing, and they're like, well, no, I'm five eight, two sixty, yeah. You know, I'm, I got the best of both worlds, and then some hundred and forty five pound jujitsu guy just sleeps him, gets on yeah. their back, you know. 
I know. Um, no, it's funny. I like when they actually will meet up and do do something, even if it's for show. It's it's yeah. a lot more entertaining when they actually meet up and yeah. follow through on it versus when they just talk on their own podcast and yeah. then never follow through. Yeah, and um, and my mind just slipped. Up. I messed you up. I cut you off. Yeah, I know. It's all right. It wasn't that much, but uh, I don't know. Next time it'll come back. It'll come back when we're done recording. Yep. So you hit stop. Yeah. So you you were saying last time uh, we were going to talk about was it weight cutting? Yes. Yeah. Lots of people mess up weight cutting and yeah, a lot of wrong ways to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, and I messed up the weight cut in my in the last tournament I was supposed to go to, um, and I ended up gaining weight um, every day, and then the, the morning I was supposed to uh, compete, I was five pounds, almost six pounds over without it, without the gi on. So that was, you know, close to 10 pounds over. And like I had been gaining weight each day. I I wasn't sure I could like just go to the sauna and drop it. You know, right. Like that, so. What, um, what did you do to try to cut weight though? So the mistake I made is I cut one, I, I did cut the carbs and just carbs from vegetables, but then I also cut a meal. Okay. So then I wasn't eating enough, and what my body was doing was it went into starvation mode the last week, and it started absorbing anything. So um, I think I told you and, and a couple other people, was like, I'll get on the bike, and I'll do like a 30-minute thing. to. And normally I lose two or three pounds, but like right. 30 minutes later it's back, and I haven't drank anything or anything. And then that is um, what the nutritionists are saying, just pure inflammation, mm-hmm. you know, and and then I'd wake up and my stomach would look like the, um, you know, like a starving person when they get the extended stomach. Yeah. Not that bad, but, it, you know, I had a, a gut and I'm like, how do I have a gut? You know, and, Right, when you're cutting meals and yeah, cutting weight. Yeah, yeah. so I, I cut it wrong. Um, I was supposed to cut the carbs that last week, but I ended up cutting an extra meal thinking, you know, I was just getting nervous that I wasn't going to uh, be able to do it. And So you cut the carbs and a meal. And an extra meal, yeah. So I, I didn't have enough calories per day to do any type of weight loss and uh, and training. How much do you think you were eating a day? Eating? Or total calories. Total calories, I'd probably say like 1,300 to 1,500. Right, that's yeah, way, so too, way too yeah, low. Way too low. Yeah, it was like way too low. That's real bad. And with the cut, like everything matters. Your yeah. salt, your minerals, your calories, your water, what kind of water you're drinking, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff adds up. And I know we talked about it before, but someone told you about water loading, mm-hmm. and that's a way to to help. It's something you can only do at the very end, like the last four or five days, and it's something you want to do when you're close, when you're close on weight. Yeah, and is it the one where on Sunday you'll drink two gallons of water, Monday you drink a gallon, Tuesday it's like a half, like... Uh- yeah, that's the basics of it. I like to draw it out a little more, okay. and on my heavier drinking days, I will do... Um, electrolytes. Some people won't. Uh, the only reason is if you flush out too many electrolytes, you can, you're actually going to dehydrate yourself. Mm. So you don't want to get out of balance there. Yeah. And then you're just going to feel like garbage. Um, but it's, so yeah, you can do it that way over three days. I normally would spread it out over five. So I do two gallons, a gallon and a half, and then a gallon, a gallon, and half gallon the day before the weigh-in. Okay. So you basically do a gallon two days instead of one, and you have a gallon and a half. Okay. Um, and I would do electrolytes that two-gallon day, this gallon-and-a-half day, and the first-gallon day. Okay. Not going crazy. Like, you're not, yeah. you know, eating salt cubes by the handful. But yeah. Definitely have some electrolytes. Yeah. Um, 
and that way you just kind of you don't want to overdo it on that end. And basically the premise behind it, it's been a little while since I read up on the science, but basically when you're drinking so much, your body releases a hormone that makes you pee more. Mm. And it takes a day or two for that hormone to kind of get ramped up, and it takes a day or two for it to slow down. Yeah. So as soon as it gets ramped up good and you're having to go to the bathroom all the time, you cut down to that half gallon of water, and you're still expelling more than you're taking in. Okay. So And then those last two days is when you do a lot of the sweat work, too, the sauna, the hot tub, whatever you have access to. Yeah. And, like, you can cut – like, I've cut 10 or 12 pounds in five days doing that, just with that, with no diet manipulation. Mm. I'm thinking of uh, doing experiments like that, like safe. Like I'll probably do like one week a month or one time a month. I'll, I'll do like a weight loss, like the water loading and then the carb cycling. But I'm always on carb cycling with the right. diet I'm on. Yeah, but you could do other manipulations. You could manipulate your sodium. You could do the, mm-hmm. the carb or the uh, water, the water loading with your and just leave your, your nutrition the same. Yeah. And see how these other things affect it. Yeah. Um, keep track of how much sodium, magnesium, you know. Um, they even sell these things that they're like patches. They're kind of like the glucose monitors, but they um, measure how much, like what rate you're expelling electrons out of your sweat. Mm. So they sell my Amazon. I think Gatorade makes them or was making them for a while. But mm. So you can say, oh, I'm losing a gram of sodium per hour of exercise or whatever. Mm. Everyone yeah. expels them at different rates, too. I didn't even think about that, yeah. getting that. That's scientific on it. That'd be cool. We should we should do like a week and then do a podcast yeah. on it and do yeah like three or four different ones and yeah. see how see how it goes. Yep. Like, see which ones you feel the best after. Right, because that's the goal. Is ideally you want to lose like you're doing it for a competition. Yeah. yeah, you don't want yeah. to feel like complete garbage. Yeah, you're not so. doing this so that you could work at something. Yeah, you're doing it for a competition. Yeah, and that's why I like the water loading one because I felt the best on it. Yeah. Um, so that last day you're going to be a little dehydrated. But as long as you have some electrolytes good to go, right after weigh-ins, and if you structure everything right, you're going to be two or three pounds under. Mm. That's what I would always try to do is be around three pounds under, and that way I can have two bottles of water with electrolytes morning up. Mm. So that way, you know, two, three hours before weigh-ins, I've already started the rehydrating process. So Yeah. The only bad thing with IBJJ if you got to weigh-in like, 15 to 20 minutes before, but you could drink your water there. So, so wrestling was the same way, and that's why I, I started – trying to be three pounds under a day of, as opposed to just trying to make the cut. Yeah. Because um, wrestling, for like your normal one-on-one, like school versus school tournament, it was just all the, the 14 weight classes, but they would draw straws to your weight class at first. Mm-hmm. So after weigh-ins, you could be three minutes out from your match or 35. Because uh-huh. if, like, if they picked the weight class after mine, I'd have 13 matches before mine. Mm-hmm. But if I got first, right there. there you go. Yeah. Um, what did you wrestle at anyways? 170. Okay. It's a long That's, way to go. Which one? Is that a middleweight? No, all the oh. wrestling weight classes are weird. There's oh. 14 of them for um, collegiate wrestling, or um, scholastic wrestling, which is the high school. Mm-hmm. Collegiate, I believe there's an additional weight class. Hmm. Um, but for scholastic high school wrestling, there's 14. And the lowest is 103. It was 103. They may have, they bumped them all up by like a pound or two, I believe. But 103 was the lowest. And then it was like 113, 120. Hmm. They went up at odd intervals, kind of like yeah. boxing, not, yeah. not like uh, yeah. MMA where it's you know, 10 or 15. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was really weird because my weight class originally was 171. And then they were like, this is dumb. Let's move it to 170. You're right because I'm thinking of 167 or 172. And it's a five-pound difference, but 
Like that's so weird. Yeah, because those are boxing classes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, it's probably because of the uh, the kilograms. Yeah, I'm not sure, but our, ours was weird like that because it's like 152, 163, 171, 189, <laughs> 205, and then after 205 is just yeah, super okay. heavy. Well, there may have been a 225. But then there's a 205 or 225, and yeah. yeah. There was a MMA fight. I, I forgot. I don't know. It was PFL or Bellator. Or the guy, um, he didn't make heavyweight. So he didn't make 265. Mm. He didn't make 266. So yeah, I put him up to ultra heavyweight. And he just looks like, I'm not trying to down him, but he doesn't look that um, sculpted. Yeah, I guess, you know, probably you know, I mean, definitely he's a you know he's a fighter because he's doing professional, but uh, I think at that point, you know, yeah, I feel like he should be a little healthier instead of just going in like butterbean. But well, like Derek Lewis, he finally started losing some weight. He did great in his last fight. Yeah, but he just has that natural knockout power, and is always yeah. just like, oh, well, I'm a knockout guy. Yeah. And after he lost a couple of fights, he lost weight for his last one and dominated because yeah. he's yeah. in better shape. But the guy Tua. To a, yeah, the uh, yeah. Australian guy. You know, yeah, and he the thing is he doesn't look like obese. No. He just looks big. Like he doesn't have his stomach doesn't stick out. Right. You know, it's just he's bigger. Um, yeah. But that I feel like that's okay. But yeah, this guy looked uh, like sloppy. Yeah, sloppy. Yeah. But probably like great cardio. Well, I didn't see the fight, but I don't know. I wonder if it's like great cardio or not. But I don't um, know. Some of them heavyweights get pretty rough. Like, and that's even at the professional <clears throat> level, like their cardio can be. And they they drop <clears throat> the weight too. Like they'll do twenty thirty pounds, mm-hmm. you know, in the fight camp, and then an extra ten pounds that week up, and then you know they weigh in two sixty five and a quarter or whatever. Yeah. And then the next day they're walking in at two eighty five. Like um, what's his name? Brock Lesnar would do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like not an ounce of fat on him. Yeah. So. He also got some USADA waivers a few times yeah. to fight when he was he was such a big pay per view draw. I know that that was UFC two hundred. One hundred. One hundred and two hundred when he came back for that one time with um Overing? Uh no, Mark Henry. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that he lost uh is it Mark Henry? Yeah. He ended up suing and going, You knew like you waived him, like Yeah, the USADA. Yeah, yeah, like you waived him. Like why would you let that happen and not waive me? Like <laughs> uh, Mark Hunt. Hunt, yeah, Mark Henry is a wrestler, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Hunt, yeah. Mark Hunt, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he was like, then the fight before that was... Uh, Overeem. Overeem. That's when he came back from his diverticulitis. Yeah. And he got knee in the gut. Yeah, and yeah. I, I felt like he came back too quick, but then I felt like he retired too early. Yeah, well, he started late, too. He was in his 30s when he started. Yeah, and, and he, I think he did great. Like He went from college wrestling to fake wrestling to MMA. Yeah, and, and I, I think, he, back he, to I think he's one of the best ones to do it. Probably because of his ethic, like, I've seen some of his high school videos, yeah. not even his college, like his high school wrestling stuff, mm-hmm. like, he was ridiculous, like, and he, he's kept that, that, his speed, like, ridiculous, but he would be one that he dropped down, and he's, they're like, yeah, he weighs 265, I remember Joe Rogan going, win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for about three seconds. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and then, uh, I think they got him one night that he was 290-something, Mm-hmm. And they're like, how are you like two ninety something? You weigh two sixty five and a half at whatever the maximum yeah. was yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Overeem was my the best one. He was like two sixty five, like a twelve pack of abs. Yeah, you, yeah, and you could tell him when they started. You saw him testing him. Yeah, because he'd like deflated. Yeah. So yeah, 
But he's also been competitive for like 20 years, but still. Yeah, he was high-level kickboxing champion for so long. Yeah. And what was the Vitor, Belfort, when they started testing, he was another one that was like, yeah. looked like a totally different Well, they person. call him TRT uh, Vitor, TRT Belfort. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, because originally they let him do TRT. Yeah. Even after testing started, yeah. they let him do that. And yeah. so him, Chuck Liddell, I think is another one. There's uh, a few of them guys that were just... So, Sonnen. Sonnen, Sonnen. Yeah. He, he was honest about it. He goes, I just can't get off like cold turkey like i you know like right if, if i get off like there's a potential this hurts my body where i can't have kids like right you know you got to give me time but you're saying usada's saying no time right you know so he left like and i i understood that you know he was right he was like my safety is more important than you know your fights or something and i personally don't care if they test or not i really don't care i i just don't. it doesn't make you better that and the weight cutting thing is like legal cheating anyway yeah so because you have some guys that will fight close to their natural weight some guys that have cut 30 pounds yeah. and then they're 185 and they're fighting <laughs> lightweight i was like yeah. let them cut weight yeah. let them juice let them do yeah. whatever they're professional athletes yeah. they're getting paid to be there that's why pride was so good like yeah let them do yeah, it yeah. same thing with football and all. i don't care yeah i know ufc's trying to they set a rule where you can't lose more than 20 percent like camp you could do whatever but the week of you can't lose more than twenty percent of your of your um, hydration level, something. Yeah, so that's called a hydration test. They what they do is um, they did it for wrestling too, and they'd actually make a chart of what weight you could be at and win. Um, so what you did is they'll weigh you. They'll do like a skin caliper test to get your BMI, and they'll basically make you pee to prove that you're hydrated. Okay. And they'll say, okay, this is your hydrated weight at this date. These are the dates you can be at these other weights. Ah, okay. So now, That's pretty smart. Like, yeah. So if they're doing it, say, week of, like, fight week, mm-hmm. then they could, you know, say, oh, you're 160. You could be 155 in seven days. Okay. But, oh, you're 170. You can't lose 15 pounds without mm-hmm. dehydration. Okay. That makes sense. Because you could, you could lose five pounds of water weight and stuff, just, you know, eliminating carbs or whatever. Yeah. You know, playing yeah. with the diet. Um yeah. That's actually I, I do like that though. That's I feel like that's make people move in UFC. People, a lot of people have gone up. A couple people have gone down. Yeah. So I guess what they do is they walk around at a lighter weight then instead of letting themselves go for a fight week and then. Right. Well, 155 or, yeah. is loaded. Everyone yeah. I feel like is in welterweight and lightweight these days. Yeah. And like some of the bigger weight classes aren't as mm-hmm. filled. And yeah. A lot of people are running from John Jones, I think. But <laughs> I don't know. Like he was the one that when he got up to heavyweight, I felt like he just gained weight, like gained, gained mass, like not really got fat. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Like when he walked out, it looked a little. He probably like, also stopped doing the cocaine. So to be fair. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I'm not getting suspended again. Yeah. I'm gonna get a few more fights in. Yeah. That'll do it. He's supposed to be retiring after his next fight with um. Uh. I thought he said just two more. Yeah. What's his next fight? What's that guy? Forgot. Okay. Uh, he's a firefighter yeah, that, yeah. that is really punchy. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, uh, yeah, Miocic. Stipe, yeah. Stipe, Miocic, yeah. Um, but then Dana, I don't know if it was Dana, it says Dana online, Facebook could be lying. I think somebody said, and Dana probably repeated it, that he's hoping that they both retire, or Stipe at least retires, whether he wins or loses. Because yeah. if he wins, there's not much more he could do except for a rematch. If he loses, that's not much more he could do. Like right, he's beat yeah. beat yeah. Francis once, beat DC. Yeah. So he he had a 
great career, but I don't know. I think Jones will probably do two more because they gave him a great contract, and then we'll see. Hey, I don't know. I, I I wish they would do cross um, platform or cross uh, promotion. Like I wish that even with though one, one or with uh, PFL because I think Ngannou's in PFL, right? Yeah, but I I I just wish that all of a sudden PFL would be like, all right for this one time. And then, and then a Jones will come out, you know. Dana's too salty. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it'll be a Jones and, and Gano fight, and I feel like Jones will beat him. Everybody says, oh, no, and Gano has this and he has that. But, again, we go back to what we were talking about at the beginning. It's not really the strength. Like, there has been some heavy punchers. Um, I think it was Vitor that had that arm bar on Jones that looked like it broke his arm. Yeah. Um, and he still got out of it. Um John Jones is legitimately, and I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he's legitimately like one of the most talented fighters. Yeah, ever. he's extremely talented. Yeah, his whole family is. His brothers were in the NFL. Yeah, like, Chandler Jones is a yeah. linebacker, edge rusher, yeah. and I can't remember his other brother. Talented family, yeah. So, but just family super athletes. Yeah. So and then, uh, well, even when he fought Cormier, like I felt like Cormier just gained fat for heavyweight. Like he just stopped. Yeah. You know, dieting. You know, because yeah. he came out. I'm like, he like. You know, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. he couldn't have come out looking better. Like. It's one of the press conferences, either after the fight or maybe it's on the Ultimate Fighter when they're coaching against each other or something. But he made a crack at DC. He's like, the second time I beat you, I was high on cocaine yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, and it was like I think a pre-fight or maybe post-fight. But yeah, I know people get mad. They're like, how you allow this, but you don't let uh, Nick Diaz when he was he got weed. Yeah, and let he him get, do it all. Whatever. I know. Like I, I, I have no care. issue. Yeah, I have no issue. I mean, because it, it comes back to, like, the Pride days. Like, Pride was good. Like Pride was like WWE, but it was real fighting. Yeah. They'd have the the goofy, you know, the 400-pound guy versus yeah. the... It's kind of like the UFC one. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody show up. Y'all yeah. show up and fight each other. Yeah, and I remember the uh, they were saying that you drug tested, you peed in a cup, but, like, you go to the corner or the room that they would have, you know, the cups, and it's just like a desk with, like, 50 cups and there wasn't even that many fighters that night. Mm-hmm. Like, who's, who else has taken, you know, drug right. tests, you know? And, and um, I think, uh, is it Ryzen or Risen? Sort of said the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. we'll drug test you, but again, it's... Right. You just put your urine in this room and, you know. I, I've i read a book about is NFL, but same sort of deal. They're talking about all the loopholes for testing. And guys, again, they're making millions of dollars to play, so they're doing whatever they can to keep getting paid. But they're actually going and um, having a doctor pump their bladder full of someone else's urine right before their test. And then they go into the test and go and go pee in a cup and then circle yeah. back. Just so they could – and again, they're making millions of dollars. Yeah. The NFL, again – I don't really care. Like when baseball got the performance enhancement, like I didn't care because you know the the batters, yeah, they were juiced, they got bigger, and they could hit harder. But I felt like the pitchers were were pitching faster. They're pitching instead of pitching in the high nineties, now they're almost like at a hundred and ten. Right. You know, so like it, let let everybody get yeah, better. Yeah, it don't makes care. it. You know how hard is it for like somebody to like pit, like hit at seventy miles? Like imagine a hundred and ten. Like right. If you take something that makes your eyes sharper, especially in, when you're in your 30s, because that's what most people were doing in the 30s, yeah. you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Can you imagine hockey having all of them guys juiced to the gills, yeah. <laughs> skating around the ice rink at yeah. 30 miles an hour? Yeah. It'd be great. Or start breaking the backboards. Or They've the, done that. But anyway. Yeah, I'm saying that every yeah. time it'll be broken. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in it. But um, for safety reasons. So, like, with the water cutting where they monitor your hydration, I feel that's, that's safe. And then I guess they can make an argument like, well, if you take this performance enhancement, it's been known to give you, you know, it could lead to a heart attack because it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like eating a whole bowl of sugar. Like, I guess, you know. I'd say stop and let them rework their liability rate waiver. Say, hey, we want to know everything you're on. If any of this causes you harm, it's yeah. on you. Yeah. You chose to compete. And this, but the problem is there's a lot of new people that are... I don't know, like, why you would get in a combat sport and go, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of new fighters that are like that. They're coming out of schools where they're like, well, I'm not going to go fight him because he's on juice and I'll get hurt. And like, you're, you're going com- in a cage. Yeah. Regardless. You're in a combat sport. Just go in there and, I don't know, be better. Right. Just be better than him. But that's what's coming out now. It's just uh, this new generation, not all of them, but. A lot of them are saying it's it's just not fair, and I could get hurt in there, you know. And um, I don't know. Like I, they had a guy the other day refused to fight. I think it's uh, Wonder Boy. He refused to uh, fight because his opponent missed weight by like three pounds. Yeah. And he was going to get half his purse and everything. And he's like, nope, yeah. it's not safe. I know people were bragging him on that one. I think it was other stuff. Um, I I don't know. I feel like that one. He might have warned him. He's like, hey, he's going to do this. Right. You know, so unless he gave me all his purse, I'm not going to fight. So it might have been that. I don't know. But, yeah, I get it. Like, just go out there and fight, man. Like, yeah. If you're getting your money plus half of his, that's how boxing is. Like, in boxing, if you miss weight, you get the time to to to, to retest. And then you automatically get 20%. And then you can negotiate it. You got to do it at a catch weight. It's like, well, now I want the the 20% that's supposed to be mine, but then I want you to bump it up to 50% or 60% right. or something. Or I want this from the gate or something, mm-hmm. you know, something, right? Or because or, now that he missed weight, he's not fighting for the belt, but I still want to fight for the belt, so I'm going to weigh in. Right. You know, it, it won't be a catch weight. If he wins, he doesn't get the belt, but if I win, I get the you know. So they, and they've done that before, too. I think it just, you know, yeah, depends on how much influence they have too because mm-hmm. if they're not a big pay-per-view draw yeah they're like all right whatever yeah, we'll yeah. pull a fight off the, the undercard yeah you know and that guy in particular i mean i know he's good and he's fought for a long time but he's also not to my knowledge he's never been a champion wonder um, boy no is yeah. he the one that went into uh bare knuckle and broke yeah, his teeth i don't think so or is that the other one no i don't believe that that's the one that was a model right um, that's, I think not, it was, that's not Wonder Boy. Okay, yeah, that was another I, one. I know who you're talking about. I cannot remember his name. Yeah, right now. yeah, he went into bare knuckle against uh, Mike Perry, broke his teeth and quit. I, well, I mean, honestly, at that point, like, yeah, Mike Perry is made for bare yeah. knuckle. That guy's yeah. just nasty. Yeah, so he's just wrecking people. Yeah, but uh, circle back to the diet thing real quick. I know we gotta go soon. Right. Um, the water loading is probably the best. In my opinion, like the best, like last minute thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't want to rely on that. Like, the small, small dietary changes are obviously the best. But for last minute cutting, sauna works good. Um, I've always done makeup remover, and uh, or um, drawing a blank. Um, makeup remover works good, and then saran wrap and a hot, like a hot mm-hmm. bathtub, and you'll sweat. 
yeah. is pounds. I've seen that also, like, so the the sauna thing, like, I've seen people go there after the workout, and I'll do it after leg day because mm-hmm. it does help recover, but right. I'm not doing it because I'm trying to lose weight. Right. Like, so people will do the sauna for the wrong reasons, and you see them in there. And, I mean, you'll see the older people. I mean, like I said, I do legs. Maybe people do it with chest or back. And it's it's a good recovery. But then you'll see, like, the younger generation, like high schoolers and early college, and they're in there, and they're talking about how they're going to lose weight. They're going to have the six-pack abs. And like, mm-hmm. like you watch too much of the 24-7 boxing stuff or or whatever, like, that's literally just to weigh in. Like, right. You know, they, they've had the abs. You know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're just getting rid of water. And it's yeah. going to come back in a yeah. few days. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or a day, or yeah, a couple or hours. Two seconds after weigh-in. Yeah. But yeah. No, there's a lot, of, a lot of messed up information, but I think we should definitely do some sort of yeah. experiment and try a couple different things and just see what uh, mm-hmm. what works for each of us and kind of show how different things work for different people. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, that's the, the market for time, so... We'll be back next time. All right. See ya. Thanks.